Hello, welcome to A Side of Life podcast, the honest guide to living and working abroad. I'm Leanne. And I'm Al. And hi. Hello. What? Yeah, how's your week been? Yeah, how, how has it been? Yeah, but how are you in yourself? In yourself. Yeah, very English expression. <laughs> they say, how are you? And then they go, but how are you in how yourself? Are you in yourself? How yeah. are you in yourself, Al? I'm pretty... Flipping good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the sun's still shining in October, which is nice. A little chilly. chilly. Fire's going. Yeah, yeah, chilly. Yeah, but it's nice. It's nice. Anyway, back to business. I'm fine, by the way. Oh, Thanks sorry. I'm sorry. How are you, Leah? <laughs> no, I, 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 I really am fine. In myself, I am. I'm good. Thank you. So, who are we, who are we chatting to this week? Now, the problem is that I've been practicing his name, and I still got it wrong on the uh, on the podcast. But I think it's Oog. Um, he is a place, a guy called Uga Bureau, which, as you might have guessed, is French. Mm. Um, and he's a really cool guy. Um, he's in his mid-twenties. Um, he's a full-stack web developer. And um, he just decided late last year that he was going to go and buy a motorbike with a sidecar, throw his one-year-old golden retriever in the sidecar, and then just drive around Europe. Honestly, like when you showed me that picture on Instagram... I was, I was just like, what? Like, it looks so cool. Mm. And I'm pretty sure there is a children's book in there. Like, yes, it's just amazing. It's exactly, exactly. It's just, yeah. Amazing. It's just really cool. Really cool guy. Um, and uh, he, he was in Split when we, when I interviewed him. Uh, he was, he wasn't on his bike. He was in a, uh, an Airbnb. Um, so we got a decent, uh, decent reception. Um, and I asked him loads of questions like, um, are you going to stop? Um, what does the dog wear goggles? Um, <laughs> uh, what do people say when you, oh fe- man, I wish he does. I know, I know. What do you, what do people say when you, uh, when you turn up in the middle of, in, in a new town with a dog and a sidecar, um, and ask him all these, all the important questions, the ones that you listener want me to ask, I hope. And uh, yeah, and he answers very, very honestly. There's a couple of like quite tough questions in there as well. And uh, and he's very, very open and very honest. Um, and it's just a cool story. I mean, who doesn't want... Well, actually, I don't want to get a motorbike with a sidecar and put the dog in it. I do. Do you? Yeah, that's like me and Peanut's mission for 2022, I reckon. It's not so much the question of the motorbike, even though I've never ridden a motorbike. And I don't think I could even ride a bike. you got a sidecar. It's basically a tricycle. Is it? But I'm more worried about... About him seeing a squirrel as we're driving down the road at 30 miles an hour and him just hoying out of this. Is it not enclosed? No. Really? Yeah. So he does have the wind blowing in his face? His, his ears flapping. Shut up. I don't know, actually. I need to go look at these pictures again <laughs> immediately. Anyway, so shall we go and meet the lovely Ugu Bureau? And Ugu, if you're listening, I'm so, well, you will be listening, I'm sure. I'm so sorry. I've butchered your name again. Okay, so I'm here with Uga Bureau, um, a really, really interesting guy. He's originally from Paris. He started traveling in Paris, uh, started traveling from France in September this year, which is 2021. But what's interesting is not only is he traveling in a motorbike, not only does he have a sidecar, but he has a golden retriever called Random who sits in the sidecar and travels with him. Um, he's a really, really interesting guy. I think you're going to really enjoy this. A little bit of background. He's a full stack web developer. And if you do, so if you want to look, see what a really fancy website looks like, then go to motorbikepacker.com. And you can also follow him on Motorbike Packer, or Motorbike Packer on Instagram and YouTube. Anyway, so Uga, welcome. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Thanks for taking the time to chat to us. 
I'm really interested. I've got loads of questions here. Um, I first, but I want to just go back to the beginning. So why did you start this trip? Well, you said that I started this trip in September, but I think a trip doesn't really start on the day that you leave your home. And it's been really a long project I'm thinking of for a really long while now. Two years ago, I was planning to make a round-the-world trip on a solo motorbike. And due to COVID and personal reasons and uh, uh, professional reasons, I decided to abort this project. But when you've got such idea in mind, it's really difficult to get rid of it. And uh, it was still somewhere inside my brain and just came, came and what will I do of this idea? So um, as a freelancer, I realized that I was able to travel and to work from any place and at any time just get my time organized as I want. So a few months ago, maybe beginning of, um, of uh, 2021, this idea I had in my mind just came back and said, okay, why would you live for a given period of time? Just go travel and work at the same time so you don't have written, uh, written date and uh, just uh, enjoy. Cool. And looking at your interactive map, which is really cool. I'm a, I'm a geek too, as listeners will know. Looking at your interactive map is really cool. It looks like you've gone, uh, you went France, Germany, Austria, Slovenia, Croatia, is that right? Yes. Yes. I I had two options there. Uh going from uh through the south, well north of Italia and uh Croatia directly, or going through the inside of Europe, uh Germany, uh, Slovenia, all the countries you listed before. Um I really prefer this because uh uh enjoy the mountains and prefer the, the countryside in these areas. My favorite place in this journey was the beginning of Slovenia because uh, I never use highways to travel, only small roads and to go from one country to another, especially in these areas, you've got to go through the mountains. And when you when I wanted to go to Slovenia, I had to take a road that was like uh, 18% um, climbing. I don't know if it's the appropriate mm -hmm. word. Um, and I arrived really high in the mountain. And when I got down, I really had a big panorama view. And uh, it was amazing. And uh, all the colors, all the... Um, environment, the mountains in the back, the, the valleys that was at the bottom, that was really a uh, uh, calm, nice and quiet place. And uh, I was really like, wow, that's amazing. And it's really impressive because during all my travel, I was every day like, oh, this place is really nice. It's better than yesterday. I just want to go back to that first day. You got on your bike, your, your dog's in your sidecar. What was? What did you feel when you set off from Paris? 
how the hell is it possible to always have such stupid ideas? <laughs> because, um, well, it was just an idea in my mind and I had a really a view on how it was supposed to go. Um, but when you're on your motorcycle and you do the first meters, then you're like, okay, uh, that's gone and uh, <laughs> we now we can't go back. Well, you, you always can, can go back, but now it started. So yeah, feeling a bit stressed, but less than before, because when you're preparing your trip, you're stressed because you don't really know what you will be facing during uh, all your journey. And when you're in your journey, uh, it really comes uh, normal and uh, you you see that all the stress you had before was not important that much and uh, uh, finally it's okay. I love that outlook. I think that um, I think that's a lot of people who do travel say the same thing, that there was a lot of stress before it. On the day you're doing it, there's excitement, there's fear. You're a bit like, what the fuck am I doing? And then, and then afterwards you're like, why didn't I do this earlier? Because all the things I worried about, or well, most things I worried about didn't really happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, ju it's just like jumping in water that appears to be cold. You prepare for some minutes and uh, you're just like, oh, it's too cold, I can't go inside. You jump in and when you're inside, you're like, okay, that's good, fine, let's stay there. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about the dog. In fact, no, I've got another question before that. You mentioned you can always go back. So do you have like an end in mind is this an open-ended journey what do you think mm, no i don't have a end in mind because as i said earlier um i want to travel without this constraint and um, if you plan a journey where you will have a start an end a budget uh many constraint to, to, to respect, to get it done, then you don't have the same freedom as if you just say, okay, I'm not traveling. I'm changing my way of life and experiencing a new way of living. It's not a holidays. It's not a trip. It's I'm living anywhere else and uh, I don't need to plan a return date. So, of course, I will have to go back to France to see my family, to see my friends, to to meet a part of my life I've left behind me. But I think it will not be before one or two years. You talk about on your website, you say that um, one of the things that annoys you a little bit is that, um, and we get this all the time, is that people think you're on a permanent vacation, a permanent holiday. Um, and that was one of the downsides of actually this lifestyle, which I think a lot of people can can relate to. But what, what other downsides are there of doing what you're doing? First of all, I think people think you're on holidays, permanent holidays, because what you show to people is blue sky, is uh, blue sea, and really paradisiac places like uh, the beach in Croatia, like the mountains in uh, uh, Slovenia. And this part is because 
you want to share the best you want to um, give the people a view on the best things of your trip because this is finally what really matters this is what you will remind them when you relate things with such uh, uh, happiness in mind with such a, a kind of all these uh, all these pink all these uh, amazing then you tend to forget a bit about all the realities that you've got behind and traveling especially with a sidecar motorcycle and a dog implies a lot of downsides in my point of view uh, traveling with a motorcycle is jumping on it in the morning and stopping riding at uh, 10 in the evening with a dog i've got to stop uh, every hour to make it uh, run around and uh, uh, just uh, change uh, a bit of, of its mind and uh, that's one of the downsides you can't travel as freely as you would if you were alone but on, on another end You've got to find uh, what's good in these uh, disadvantages. For example, having to stop every hour will make you stop in places that you would not otherwise. So you will meet people, you will discover places, you will uh, really have another view on some areas that you would otherwise just cross through and don't care about. The sidecar is set up with a mattress with a tent with all kind of things to make it more comfortable but you don't sleep well you will uh, get up at three in the night you will have all the mosquitoes you will have all your things wet when you wake up in the morning yeah it's not that pink <laughs> so that brings me on to my one of the other questions I wanted to ask you is, what are you going to do in the winter when it... Yeah, so that's a good question. I'm glad to read because I have the same question to ask myself. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, I want to get down to the surf to get uh, really uh, cool temperatures to avoid uh, cold Eastern Europe winter. I think I will go down to Montenegro or maybe Albania. But the first part of my adventure was really tiring. We traveled during uh, 11 or 12 days. And uh, this is not something I want to do every two months. So for my next destination, I will pick ones that will be one or two days ride from uh, uh, from Split, where I am actually based. You mentioned that um, by taking the, by not doing the motorways or the autobahns, um, just taking the smaller roads, then you stop every hour and you meet people. Now tell me, I'm interested, what's the general reaction when you turn up somewhere with a motorbike and a dog in a sidecar? The most universal reaction I got is really weird. Because people come, see the dog, see the sidecar, look at me, and they say, is the dog going into the sidecar? Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> I, I tried to make it run behind uh, in the beginning, but it was not really happy. So, uh, yeah, finally I let it jump 
inside. So that's kind of weird, but people are really not used to to seeing such thing. And this is why it's interesting. And this is why you can get uh, really easily contact with people. I think that certainly that's the reason why I wanted to talk to you. I saw the post on uh, where I think you were expats in Split or digital nomads in Split or something. You're in this group. And I saw it and immediately I thought, yes, we need to talk to this guy. You mentioned that you generally avoid tourist areas. Um, that's, you said something on your website about trying to actually avoid the tourist areas. What's your thinking behind that? This trip for me is um, is a period of my life where I, like many people of my generation, want to get more authenticity, more... Uh, more real and living life like it is really. And when you get to touristic areas, then it's not natural. The people you will meet will be there just to get your money, just to sell you something. And I don't really like this approach. And I think you will make better... Uh, better relations with people when you go to places where they didn't wait for you. For example, um, when I was in the north of Slovenia, a bit far from Bled, which is touristic, I just stopped on the parking, on a, I just stopped on the parking lot to make a coffee before uh, continuing my journey. And a guy that was almost my age came and uh, he was really impressed. He was like, uh, oh, uh, what do you do? Uh, where do you come from? Uh, why are you traveling? So very interested in the in the sidecar. And um, he went away and came back five minutes after saying, okay, if you want to sleep, you can go just there. Uh, uh, in my garden, there's a little roof where you can put your uh, sidecar and mattress under and just sleep there. So this is where you will find most authentic people and uh, most nice people. I don't say that the people in a touristic area are not nice. Uh, the place I'm staying here near Split for two months is touristic, but my Airbnb host is really one of the nicest people I've met uh, in all my life. So, yeah. I want to just um, just talk a little bit more about Random, which is your one-year-old golden retriever. If, you, if you're listening now, grab your phone, go onto Instagram or YouTube and look for Motorbike Packer. Search for that and have a look at Random because he is gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. What do you think he thinks about this journey? Uh, I prefer not think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, the journey is two things, traveling and staying. If I ask to him and he answers, then I've got to stop drugs. And <laughs> I think he would answer that uh, staying is better than traveling because um, traveling is really tiring for it. So you've got nice uh, Instagram pictures or videos, but for it, it can't sleep. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of movements in the in the sidecar. So it's not really the best uh, experience. And this is why I've got to stop frequently on the road. But whenever 
we come to a new new place it's so happy runs all around uh gets some new smells uh uh goes to explore a bit and uh many times we stop there's a lake or a river or the sea so it just goes inside and swims so yeah for this i think it, it enjoys because it's really just for me new things every day and uh yeah that's cool <laughs> For anyone who's listening and worried about this dog, then uh, you should, uh, well, before we spoke, uh, before we pressed record, um, Uge was explaining just how what the lengths he'd gone to to make sure the dog was as comfortable as possible. And looking at the pictures and the videos, he seems like such a happy dog. And uh, and like you said, you you might have to do a bit of a sacrifice once every two months to get to a different country, but then he's got a totally different experience. He can run through mountains and go on sandy beaches. I mean, this is going to be one of the most well-traveled dogs, I think, possibly in the world, isn't it? Yeah, that's something I like to say is this dog will travel more than most of people I know. Perhaps you can meet up with our dog, Peanut, who's been to, I think, every European country apart from three now, um, the continental European, so uh, they could trade stories at some point. So tell us, uh, before we wrap up here, I want to know, um, well, I think our listeners might want to know a little bit more about your bike. Now, I know nothing about bikes, so I... All I can ask you is, like, is it custom made? Did you buy it? Is it, what, you made any adaptions? What, what can you tell us about your bike? Okay. Uh, well, uh, first of all, it's a sidecar bike, which means you've got a standard motorcycle on the left and a pannier with a frame below on the right. So it's a three wheels vehicle. Um, in France, when you want such bike, you've got two options, getting to a um, uh, manufacturer that makes uh, original bikes out of factories like this. So you've got two brands that do this. First one is MASH, which is a kind of French one. And second is Ural. Ural, which is a, an old, old uh, Russian brand. So these are the only two cases where you can buy a sidecar directly. Otherwise, you've got to go to a constructor that will design and assemble it for you and then uh, present it to uh, uh, administrations to validate the build. This one is not in these two cases. It's another way of getting a sidecar. It's been made in Germany by a local manufacturer. And a guy that's now a friend of mine imported it from Germany, presented it to French administration and got it homologated. And then I bought it to him. Then I made a few updates to it to get it more practical and uh, comfortable, like adding a tent on it, like adding a mattress to be able to sleep better. Well, many things that uh, on a daily basis will make it more comfortable. That would be interesting to find out. So, so tell us a little bit more about how you work. Well, since I'm working as a freelance web developer, I can really organize myself as I want. And um, it really allows more freedom in the way you manage your day, you manage your time. 
Actually, most of my projects are really projects. I'm not selling my time being uh, forced to be in a place or working for someone uh, from nine in the morning to six in the afternoon. So, uh, yeah, I can really enjoy the places I'm in and manage my time as I want. It's just about dealing with the deadlines I've got. And uh, otherwise, it's yeah, totally free in my organization. And uh, yeah, I would encourage you to go and have a look at uh, motorbikepacker.com. It's probably better um, on a desktop just because there's so many, there's the journey and there's so much detail in you that you need to look at. Um, but I think it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, I'd love to watch. I'd love to see in a year's time what's, uh, what's happened and what you've added to it. Yeah, my wish when I developed this website was not to showcase content just like on Instagram. I had to find something to make it really attractive with, with a real feature that you could not find anywhere else. And this is why I made this map where you can just track my actual location and my past locations. And in the next few weeks or maybe months, I will make it evolve to something even more immersive where when reading an article, you'll be able to, re to interact with the map. For example, if I've got a sentence saying, um, uh, when I was in Slovenia near uh, Bled, then this will be highlighted, you click on it and the map will move to this specific place so you can see directly what I'm telling about. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Okay, right, well, that was Uge Bureau and I have to practice his name. I really had to practice his name. Uh, he, was, he even sent me a video of how to pronounce it and I've still got it wrong. Um, but uh, if you're interested, then go and look for my motorbike packet on all of the YouTubes, the Instagrams and all that kind of thing. All right, okay, thank you very much. So what did you think of our French friend? Just so cool, man. <laughs> I want to, I, I just, I want to, I want to see it for myself. Like I've seen it in pictures and I've heard about it now. I just want to see him drive up our road with his dog in his sidecar because it will absolutely be the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I don't know how, I mean, we've had a couple of, we've had one guest here. If you remember back to Andrew and Fanny, the, um, uh, the guys. Hi, guys. Were, hi, hi. Hello. Uh, the Michelin chef in one episode and then the, uh, the couple who travel around in a van and they brought their dog who was called, and I... Frank. Thank Frank. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It's just one of those weird things that you just... He's old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Franklin. Yes. I think we all understood that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, darling. It's almost time for bed. We'll have you, you take your pills and... <laughs> News. Will there be hot chocolate? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so my point was that we've already had one guest here with a um, uh, with a dog. So, uh, Uga, if Ugu, if you're listening, then there is an open invitation to bring you and Random up Absolutely. to our house Freaking and lately. meet Peanut. And Peanut probably hate him because Peanut hates everyone, including that's us. Sometimes. That's not true. No. Oh, he's a grumpy fucker. Well, that's another thing entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, so if you want to follow um, Uga, Ugu, 
Uga. I'm so sorry, Uga. I'm, I've been practicing so often and I'm still not getting this right. Uh, but you can go to motorbikepacker.com. That's like backpacker, but with motorbike. Motorbikepacker. And is that where you can actually see where where they are? Yes. Amazing. He's Because he's, 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 he's a, a nerd, he's built a fantastic website. Aren't we all? Uh, well, true, true, absolutely. But a fantastic website where you can actually see where he is and it like flashes where he is right now and it's really, really cool. <laughs> um, it's the same on Instagram and YouTube. I think he's just launched his YouTube channel. So there's only a couple of videos on there at the time of recording, but they are cool videos. Go to Motorbike Packer on both those. That's Instagram.com forward slash Motorbike Packer and YouTube.com forward slash Motorbike Packer. And do have a look at his Instagram because the pictures are just brilliant. If only just for random. Like, go there now. Look at, there's one picture in particular of them of them just straight on with 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 the mountain bike and the sidecar and it's just so it's so cool and it's so sweet go to that immediately like it and post something like heard you on a side of his life think you're pretty fucking cool yes. maybe not swear because you might get like banned or something think you're pretty cool yeah 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 do that Anyway, I think that's probably all for us. Uh, next week, what's going on next week? Next week is a surprise. We know what's going on. We know what's going on, dear listener. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't. No. You have, to, you have to find out, you have to wait. Bye then. Bye. So is it really a surprise next week if you just not organise anything? No, no, it's, it's like a proper full-on like surprise thing. What kind of surprise? Well, that would be telling you the surprise.